Hi, and welcome to the Essential Tennis Podcast, your place for free, expert tennis instruction that can truly help you improve your game. Welcome to episode number 352 of the Essential Tennis Podcast. Today, we'll be talking about how to improve your tennis at home, which in March of 2020 is a super important topic. I'm jumping in to talk about it today because tennis is being canceled left and right. First, the ATP Tour and then USTA League Play. And now increasingly around the world, local facilities and even public parks, it's really difficult to get out and play right now because of the restrictions due to the global pandemic. And first and foremost, just want to say I hope if you're listening to my voice right now that you're safe and you're staying healthy, you're taking care of yourself, taking care of your your loved ones. Obviously, in times like these, there's many more things that are more important than tennis. But on the other hand, tennis is such an incredible outlet for so many people who they need a distraction and they, they need something positive to focus on. And so for those of you who are stuck at home and you don't have access to a court right now, I wanted to provide you with as many resources as possible to improve yourself while you're stuck away from the courts. Or maybe you're very limited by how much court time you do have. And so in this episode, I'm going to go through six different parts of your game that you can improve and give you very specific actionable resources that you can go take advantage of to improve all those six different parts of your game. And along with each one, I'll I'll quickly highlight the importance of that area, why it's so critical to your success and your performance as a tennis player, and then I'll tell you exactly where to go to get exactly what you need, the step-by-step steps to follow. (laughs) That was nice. Step-by-step steps to follow the process to follow, the the program to follow in order to actually develop that thing in the comfort of your own home. And best of all, all of these resources are totally free and you'll know exactly where to go to get them in order to take advantage of them and follow those steps at home to develop that part of your game. So number one, the first thing is strategy. Everybody knows strategy is important, but What not everybody knows is which elements to focus on and why they're so critical. Things like the geometry of the courts, what shot selections are high percentage, which ones are low percentage, knowing patterns that are effective, what patterns are not effective, and learning how to pick up on a weakness of your opponents or opponents and exploit that weakness. How do you put together a game plan that's super deadly and super effective? We actually just yesterday wrapped up our final clinic, more than likely, out here in the desert. I'm still in Indian Wells because we came out here, the whole team came out here a week before the tournament was scheduled to start here in Indian Wells. So we had no idea it was going to be canceled. And we had four weeks of coaching scheduled. And so yesterday, Kevin and I wrapped up one of our single strategy clinics. And one of the students who joined us, incredible student, super passionate, very enthusiastic, invests a ton in travel and tennis and coaching and experiences around tennis. She went to all four Grand Slams last year. And as we went through the the fundamentals of the geometry of the, the singles court 
and how to position yourself to maximize your movement and your energy and to be as efficient as possible, she quickly, she all of a sudden realized that she had been completely opposite in her understanding of where should she where she should be standing to receive each shot from her opponent. And so that one thing, maybe that's not a problem that you have, but I just wanted to share this story because one misunderstanding, one flipped thing in your mind can essentially double the amount of work the game of tennis is. And for this student with this particular misunderstanding, she was literally shifting herself away from where the ball was likely to go, shot after shot after shot. And for years, she played singles that way. And some of you listening are probably tempted to kind of judge that and say, oh, that's you know so silly. What a, like, a beginner move. But guess what? We all have those blind spots. Some of them are larger than others. And so until you develop your strategy, which you can totally do at home, by using video resources, audio resources, by reading articles online with visuals, all incredible ways to learn and figure out, like she totally could have learned that lesson in an online resource or even in a book. So learning the patterns and the geometry around singles and doubles is critical to your success. And you can develop that knowledge and understanding away from the courts, which is why strategy is the first recommendation I'm going to make for you on how to improve your tennis at home. And so two specific resources that will help you develop your strategy. Number one, podcast episode number 252 of the Essential Tennis Podcast is called Tennis Strategy Cheat Sheet. And it outlines your plan A, what the, the, plan, a, the plan that I recommend you head into every match with for singles and doubles is outlined in that podcast episode. So to improve your strategy, download number 252. And on YouTube, just go to YouTube and in the search bar, type in Essential Tennis Strategy. And there are dozens of videos, free videos from Essential Tennis that outline single strategy, double strategy, patterns, geometry, where to aim, where not to aim, what patterns work, what patterns don't work. And you can immediately start upgrading your tennis IQ and knowing what is smart tennis and what is not smart tennis. So that the next time you go out onto the court, you immediately have a new game plan that can upgrade and kind of give your game a a refresher and put you in a different plane of understanding and help you make better choices. So that's number one, strategy. Number two, this is a really overlooked one. I could have easily put this at number one. And by the way, this is, this is in no particular order, but if I had to rank them, this is probably the, the dark horse. Like This is the one that people generally don't think of when they think of game development, and definitely not off the court, and that is footwork patterns. Yesterday, we, we were working with our students, Kevin and I, on return of serve, and a big part of success with return of serve is knowing how to prepare your body in a very short amount of time to receive a really fast first serve. But then also knowing what pattern to use to attack on a weak second serve. So a lot of tennis players have to deal with both of those. Somebody who's just trying to absolutely crush a first serve and then taps in the second serve, that requires two completely different responses with how you move your body and how you position yourself and what steps you take what footwork patterns you utilize. And so you can develop these patterns 
in your home without a tennis ball. You don't need a courts. You don't need to hit with anybody. Shadowing through swings while training your left foot and your right foot, making open stance forehands and open stance backhands, closed stance forehands, closed stance backhands, neutral stance forehands, neutral stance backhands. As Kevin and I were training our students, just about every student that we had out there yesterday had a very clear, particular stroke and footwork pattern combination that they felt really good about. It felt really comfortable and it looked natural. Like they had definitely done it many, many times before. And then also, every student we were working with also had a stroke and footwork pattern combination that they had clearly never done before. And to the extent that you have pattern and stroke matchups that you're completely unfamiliar with, it's to the extent that you're going to have holes in your game because you won't be able to deal with specific situations and scenarios if you don't know how to move your feet and position your body. That sounds really obvious on the surface, but most people have big gaps. They have big holes in their ability to respond with their feet, and they don't know it. And you won't know it either until you take the time to study different patterns and implement them and see what feels comfortable and what doesn't, and then fill in those gaps. So if you go to YouTube and type in essential tennis footwork, you'll see several videos there outlining open stance and closed stance footwork patterns. You'll see forehand footwork drills. You'll see backhand footwork drills. You can do these drills in your living room, in your driveway, or in your yard right now without having to go out to a tennis court. And it's a really overlooked part of the game, especially off the court. So go check that out. It's a big one. Number three, the mental game. This is so gigantic. And when people take tennis lessons, when people take the, the standard journey, the standard path to improve their tennis, they go and take lessons and, or maybe clinics or maybe a camp of some kind. And in all of those environments, the standard focus points are technique. Their technique, maybe their footwork, maybe their, their conditioning a little bit, but for the most part, it's stroke production. It's creating a particular outcome. And technique is important, but the mental game is generally not focused on and it's not developed. And the analogy I like to use here is the, the thought process or the, the image of software and hardware. Maybe think about your phone or your computer. You've got the hardware, the actual physical components that make up the screen and the hard drive and the processor and the video card. And then you've got the software. That's what operates. That's the operating system that links all those physical components together and helps them to operate smoothly. When that operating system is off then you all know what happens and how frustrating that is. Things are supposed to work a certain way. You know, when you hit the power button, the phone is supposed to come on. And when you hit the home button, you're supposed to be taken back to the home screen. And when you tap on the YouTube app, you're supposed to open and it's supposed to load and you're supposed to watch videos. When the operating system has some kind of virus or some kind of bug or it's not working the way it's supposed to, those functions don't operate the way they're supposed to either. And that's the same way in tennis. People spend tons of time and money and energy developing their strokes, but they don't develop their software. They don't develop their operating system. 
And so they go out when it really matters and really counts, and they really would like to, to play their best. And all the hardware that they develop kind of falls apart because they haven't trained the software side of their skill set. So I've covered the mental game in depth in courses and programs, also here in the podcast. And that's resource number one I highly recommend you take advantage of while maybe you're stuck at home and, and you can't get out there onto the courts. And it's podcast episode number 282. And the title of that episode is The Secret to Mental Toughness. And I have a guest on that episode. If you've been a, a longtime follower of Essential Tennis, you know that guest. You've probably heard him before. This episode is probably my, my top suggestion for learning more about how the mind works and what mental toughness really means. So download that podcast episode. And also, go to YouTube and do a search for Essential Tennis Mental. Just those three words, Essential Tennis Mental. And you'll see a bunch of videos there on the mental game as well. So check those things out. Totally free resources. Uh, Another place you can go is mentaltennismastery.com. And there'll be an opt-in there. You can put in your email address and get a series of videos with that same guest that I had on podcast number 282 and really valuable videos that you can check out there as well. So again, number one, strategy. Number two, footwork patterns. Number three, the mental game. The number four out of six thing that I highly recommend that you focus on to improve your tennis game at home is technique. You don't have to be on a tennis court to improve your technique. You don't need a ball machine. You don't need a practice partner. You don't have to have a coach with you in order to improve your technique. You can do that by using shadow swings and video, using your phone or maybe your tablet or your laptop at home, in your living room. And I think a prime example of this is the serve. Yesterday, I spent private time with three of our clinic students, and all three of them wanted to improve their serve. And all three of them, I saw a really common pattern that we see with our private students all the time. I quickly reviewed their technique with them, and I broke down what they're currently doing. I showed them what technique change would be really beneficial for them to make, and I had them go through some slow, smooth shadow swings and they totally understood and they, they demonstrated the new thing really nicely. And then they put up a toss. And my only instruction was don't, it doesn't matter where the ball goes, doesn't even matter if you hit the ball, just do that new movement the way that we practiced with the shadow swings. And the outcome doesn't make any difference at all. Let's ju- just make sure you can do the new thing with the ball. And all three students, when we looked at the video, went back to the way they were doing it before. Even though they were right there with me and nodded their heads and said, yep, yep, that makes sense, I get it, when I showed them what they should be doing. And they all demonstrated that they can do the new thing correctly when I asked them to do the shadow swing. All three of them went back to their old habit when they actually tried to hit the ball. And that is why when you're stuck at home and you can't go to a court, it can be really valuable and really beneficial to go back and forth between shadow swings and fake tosses. A fake toss would be where I have a student toss the ball for a serve, but not toss it where they can hit it, toss it someplace completely different, and just do a shadow swing with a toss. 
If you've never heard me describe that before, you've never seen us do it with a student, it probably sounds a little insane. But the whole purpose is that the ball is a trigger. It triggers your normal habit. And so if you go from shadow swing to trying to hit the ball, or even worse, you go from analysis to just trying to just do it with a a toss and, and with the ball, you will almost certainly go back to your old habit. And so the fake toss is a way to create a stepping stone in between the shadow swings and actually trying to hit the the ball with your new habit, the improvement that you're trying to make. And so shadow swings and fake tosses are great to do at home. And they're probably the most important. Trying to actually hit the ball with a new technique, especially on the serve, is very, very difficult to do without actually going back to your old habit. So you can work on your technique with shadow swings, with fake tosses, in your living room, in your driveway, in your backyard, without being on a tennis court, and make really, really solid headway with your understanding of the feeling between your old habit and what the new habit is going to be. Highly recommend you do this. And so you can see me execute this with students by simply going to YouTube and type in essential tennis forehand lesson or backhand lesson or serve lesson. Just type in essential tennis and whatever stroke you're trying to improve and then the word lesson. And then look for a preview image of me or Kevin or Megan standing with a student. It's not always that preview image. You might have to click through a couple of videos, but look for a video where we're on the court with a student changing their backhand or their serve or their forehand or their slice or their volley or whatever it is that you're trying to improve. And you will see us utilize fake tosses and you'll see us utilize shadow swings. So watch those videos, see how we utilize them and see how they work and why they work. And then you can do that at home when you don't have access to a tennis court. Okay. Number five thing that I highly recommend you focus on at home to improve your tennis is fitness and conditioning. Performance is critical in tennis. And part of performance is being able to recover in between points and get ready for the next one. And unfortunately, most tennis players do not train their fitness. The way they train their fitness is by playing tennis. And so they never push themselves. They never stretch their abilities beyond just whatever it takes for them to normally play tennis. Whereas high-performance players consistently and repeatedly stretch themselves way past the response that they need on the court so that when they go and they play a match, they're able to respond really comfortably and calmly and then easily recover for the next point. It doesn't mean they're never challenged, but because they've challenged themselves off the court and done it in a very specific way, in a high, intense way, a high intensity way, in the moment during a match, they're able to respond much better than somebody who just plays tennis. So that's one part of it. But the other part of it is injury prevention. When you follow a fitness regimen and fitness program that includes mobility work, it includes stretching, it includes rehabilitation and, and prehabilitation to avoid common injuries, uh, injuries that you know you're susceptible to, you will avoid injury dramatically more than somebody who just plays tennis. 
if you just play tennis for fitness, then as you age, you will develop problem areas. I know that from experience. So does Kevin. So does Megan. So does everybody who's been on the court for a long period of time. And so if you don't take care of your body off the court, you are certain to have problems on the court at some point or other. And so a great way to improve your tennis and really insulate yourself from really frustrating injuries is to do work at home. And so there's a follow along workout that you can do that can help you get started. If you go to YouTube and type in a search for essential tennis fitness, then the first two videos that show up as of right now are are both workouts that you can follow. You don't need any equipment. They are going to help your tennis-specific performance, and you don't have to be on a tennis court. And it will help your tennis. If you do either of those workouts a couple times per week between now and when you go on the tennis court next, I completely guarantee that you will feel a difference on the court. And not only will you feel a difference and you'll feel better and you'll play better, but your chances of staying injury-free will be dramatically increased as well. So that's why number five is fitness and conditioning. And number six is coordination training. And this is so critical. And it's something that I point out in my coaching constantly And that thing is quality of contact. Where on the racket face is the ball actually striking? And no shot in tennis works the way that it should when contact isn't clean. When the ball doesn't hit where it's supposed to hit, then the input that you had in terms of how you moved your body, how the racket traveled through the air, how much energy you imparted, through your body, into the racket, into the ball, all of those things are negated when the ball doesn't hit the racket face where it was supposed to hit. And this is especially true with touch shots or feel shots, shots like volleys or drop shots or lobs. When you hit just a little off center, it totally destroys the result that you should have had. And for me recently, the most stark example of this was a little experiment that we did where we set up our ball machine and I put my racket down just resting on the butt cap, just standing straight up on top of the handle. So it was just balancing right in front of the opening of the ball machine. And I fired a ball from the ball machine right into the racket face of my racket to see what would happen. And when the ball hit cleanly, right dead in the middle of the racket, the ball would... Uh, rebound at about half the speed it came out of the ball machine back in the opposite direction, back over the ball machine in the opposite direction it came out of the machine. But when I misaligned my racket and the ball hit off the center just by a few strings, I'm not talking about hitting the frame. I'm talking about the ball was like three or four strings off the center, the dead center of the racket face. The ball would barely make it back to the ball machine. And so the contrast between a clean hit and an off-center hit is massive in terms of how much energy actually gets transferred back to the other side of the court. And so working on your coordination, your eye-hand coordination is critical to being able to line up the racket with the ball accurately and hit a clean shot again and again and again. 
And my favorite way to develop that is by learning how to juggle. If you go to YouTube and you type in a search for essential tennis juggle, then there'll be two videos there. One of them is a really old one. It's one of the first videos I made on YouTube. And the other one is a more recent one. And I go through step-by-step training that you can follow to learn how to juggle. It might sound like a kind of a silly exercise, but I believe that by learning how to juggle when I was young really helped my tennis development a lot. It's a big reason why I prefer touch shots and hands shots. So go check that out. Follow the steps. You can learn how to do that at home as well, and it will help your tennis. So the six things, the six ways to improve your tennis at home were strategy, footwork patterns, the mental game, technique, fitness and conditioning, and coordination training. And I've given you specific resources to go check out that are all free that will give you a step-by-step process to follow. And one more free resource that is incredibly valuable, that is Essential Tennis Academy. You can get a free Academy account by going to EssentialTennisAcademy.com. And that is our most comprehensive online resource. No matter what you want to improve, there is a coaching module inside of Academy to improve that part of your game. So you can get inside absolutely free, see what's in there, get access to a bunch of modules at no cost, and it's an incredible improvement resource. Hopefully this episode was super valuable to you. Again, hopefully you're staying safe and hopefully those around you are staying safe and healthy. If there's anything I can do to help, don't hesitate to let me know. If there's a topic you'd like me to to cover on this show, feel free to reach out to me at Ian, that's I-A-N, at EssentialTennis.com. For more free game-improving instruction, be sure to check out EssentialTennis.com where you'll find hundreds of video, audio, and written lessons. Also, be sure to subscribe to Essential Tennis on iTunes and YouTube, where we are the number one resource in the world, providing passionate instruction for passionate tennis players. Thank you so much for listening today. Take care, and good luck with your tennis.